Handshake Marketing Podcast. I am Sarah, host and account manager here at 21 Handshake. And I'm Ashley, another account manager here. And Alex is once again gone, off in Cabo this time. That world traveler. Yeah, seriously, (laughs) have a margarita for us, Alex. Anyways, we are a marketing podcast, and the purpose of this podcast is to inform and discuss all things B2B digital marketing with some crossover to B2C. From content to social to SEO, we discuss industry trends, tips, tricks. It's not only for marketers, though. We're also for business owners, um, seasoned marketers, anybody who just is looking to get better at their marketing game or just learn more. So today we thought it'd be fun to go over some top social media questions that get asked in Quora. If you've never used Quora before, um, it's a great kind of FAQ site. Yeah, like a forum. Um, You go on, you can ask questions, you can answer questions. Um, I've used it in the past before to do a lot of research on just to find out what questions people are asking Mm -hmm. um, on certain topics. So that gives you maybe a lot of content to work from to know what's being asked in your industry. Um, Yeah, Ashley, what do you like about Quora? I like that it's a public Quora, so you don't just get one answer written by like a content manager or something like that. You get opinions from a lot of different people with a lot of different backgrounds um, and different experience. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and as a brand, if you're looking maybe to collect some new leads, um, you can go on and answer with your own content. Mm -hmm. Like give your opinion and then, you know, say, hey, if you need more resources, contact. You know, so it's also a good resource in that way as well. So here we go, top 10 questions. Well, around the top. <laughs> I just thought top 10 most interesting questions um, from Quora. So Ashley, here is the first question I found. This is legit what somebody was asking on Quora. So um, no mistaking here that this is a frequently asked question. So the first question was, how do you raise brand awareness on social media? How would you answer that if you were typing that answer into Quora? Yeah, so you can approach this from a few different ways. I think, and this might be no shock to someone who listens to this podcast regularly, but the bare minimum of, you know, raising brand awareness on social media is claim your business pages. Yeah. Create a profile on every platform. um, Start a Google My Business account. um, Create that Yelp page. Any platforms that feel necessary for your business, and that might be different from business to business, but I would say that the bare minimum is to go and create those accounts that if someone is searching your business or um, like your type of business, so I'm thinking right. just like a restaurant, um, those profiles would come up and they would at least know who you are and what you do. Exactly. Um, so that would be the bare minimum. So is that like on every platform you should claim it? Because we also always hear, just go to the platforms that are most relevant for your business. The issue with that would be if, say there was another business with a similar name, had claimed your business name, those things often get confused. Um, And say down the line you want to have a YouTube channel that that name is no longer available yeah um so we always recommend to claim your name even if you don't plan on using right. it anytime soon you never know um down the line if that could be a valuable resource and we've done a lot of cleanup as well when we've worked with brands and they've asked us to go on and create their page and then there'll be this 
unofficial page already been created yeah. because <laughs> anybody can create a page on it's Facebook. Yeah. And so yeah, just go claim it because down the road it's a lot easier than trying to have to go through all the steps to go and claim hassle. all those unofficial pages. Yeah, it's true. Um, another great way, so you have claimed all of your pages and you're just not really sure quite what the next step is, right. um, it's super important to create shareable content. So for Facebook, um, using the example of you say you're a restaurant, um, you know, posting a photo of this week's special or something like that, something to get the comment section alive, um, your friend, like people tagging their friends, hey, let's, right. let's check this out this week. Um, anything to promote that kind of engagement. Um, for a B2B company, it might be an industry-related article on LinkedIn. Um, you know, something that's relevant to your business, um, but a piece of content that is newsworthy, relevant, and, and will encourage that kind of engagement. Um, the more people who interact with your posts, the more people you get in front of, Etc. Etc. <laughs> yeah, and I would say if you're especially looking for your own brand, to definitely when you're posting your own stuff, kind of make sure that it's on brand standards on point. You yep. know, make sure that it is something that people are going to get familiar seeing. Yeah. Colors, font. Mm -hmm. um, you might not think those things matter, but they actually kind of do for a brand yeah. familiarity. And, and on that point too, being consistent. Yeah. Um, so not only with your brand, but posting regularly too, that definitely helps. Definitely, yeah. definitely. All right, so our next question um, is centered around marketing automation, which right now is a big buzzword in 2019 in the world of AI. Um, there are so many different new marketing automation tools. So for our second question, someone posed, um, what are the best marketing automation tools for small and mid-sized companies? Yes, and if you heard a lot of tail wagging there, um, we definitely have our, our, CEO our CEO is arrived. in the house, and he's very excited about marketing automation. <laughs> CEO, that's our yes. chief. So, uh, yeah, so Mary, what are the top uh, marketing automation tools? So really, this comes down to the size of your company and what your goals are with the automation. Also, who is going to be that person on your staff who's the champion for the automation? Takes at least like a full-time person. Yeah, probably. you need someone to be the champion for that before you even decide. But I will quick give a breakdown of ones that we've used, um, starting with HubSpot. So we're talking about mid-sized to small companies here. Mm -hmm. If you're a large company, you're already probably using Salesforce or Marketo or maybe Oracle. Huge ones that are out there in the game. So we'll focus on like small to mid-size because those are ones that we've been familiar with. So HubSpot, um, a great all-around platform. We actually loved it when we used it. You can host your website on there. Um, you can do your social media automation through there. You can, um, so you can do both your marketing CRM stuff plus your sales CRM yeah. stuff through there. So that's kind of a great all-around tool. Mm -hmm. Another one we have used before is Infusionsoft. And this one is great if you're going to be doing, I've seen it um, a lot of good use with like mark or email automation on this. So if you're planning to send out and track a lot of emails to groups um, and track those clicks and put those into a funnel, into a lead funnel, they do a really nice job of that. That was Infusionsoft. Zoho and Pipedrive are two other ones that uh, we've used. 
here. I'm not as familiar with those because they didn't directly fall underneath yeah. underneath my like jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, just other ones that we've used. Zoho seemed a little more um, definitely more sales mm -hmm. on the sales end of it. Mm -hmm. So. Um, if you're looking for more a sales CRM, I would check that out as well as Pipedrive as well. Again, it really depends on your business goals. And I can't emphasize it enough. It does take one key champion that's going to champion for that and yeah. really work on implementing that. Because if you don't have that person who is championing the CRM and getting it in place, then no one's going to be using it. Yeah. And the CRM platforms can be super helpful. Um, like Sarah said, we did have HubSpot at one point, and that software is such a monster. It's so yeah. big, there's so many crazy features, and it can be uh, really beneficial and really helpful if you're utilizing it. Yeah. Um, it's also expensive, so yeah. um, making sure that if you're going to spend the money on it, that um, you have the resources, so the people and the time to really focus on it and use it to its max capacity. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, if you're ready to move on from your Excel sheet tracking, <laughs> a CRM might be a good place to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Ashley, our third question from Quora. What is your favorite platform for online social media marketing and why? I love this question because I feel like I can go back and forth and talk about all the different platforms all day. Right. Yeah. Um, so I know that some marketers might disagree with me, but personally my favorite is Facebook because it's so versatile. They're a social media giant for a reason. Um, they've got a really thoroughly developed platform, right. especially on the advertising side. So as a social media marketer, I find that incredibly beneficial. Well, um, and I think too that um, not every brand is going after the 20-year-old crowd. Yeah. And Facebook is pretty accepted all the way up to grandparent age yes. these days. So that, that <laughs> is, that's a very valid point. I know a lot of, um, especially uh, business-to-consumer um, businesses love Instagram, especially if you're aiming for a younger demographic. Right. It's fun, it's new, it's very visually appealing, but um, you totally miss the mark on, say, like 25 and up. Right. Um, whereas Facebook, I think the, the stat that we had read in a few podcasts ago, um, their age demographic is actually getting a lot larger, and their biggest growth was in that like 40 and up yeah. like age group. So. Um, any business can be successful on Facebook, and I think, and that's what I really love. Um, Plus, their ad platform—they they got the kinks superior. worked out. Yeah, yeah so yeah. definitely, I think a favorite around here. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so our next question is actually one I'm excited to hear about. Uh, what is a the best metric for LinkedIn ad traffic or conversion. So last podcast, we talked a lot about LinkedIn. I know the two of us are really geeked about some of their new right, features. Right, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I'm curious to hear what metrics you'd find. Yeah, so LinkedIn, they have actually redone their ad, their ad platform, which is really interesting. They've made it a, a lot better. Um, I will say it took me a few minutes to get used to it. So yeah. <laughs> there is a little curve there if you are used to their classic um, ad platform, which is no longer. But um, what it comes down to, what is the best metric for your ads, traffic, or conversion? Again, this comes back to what your goal is. Yeah. Um, is your goal traffic and brand awareness, or is your goal to convert, you know, visitors or people who are at your page or on your ad into leads sales? 
So I guess if you're just looking for an overall answer here, I would build your ad for traffic and then retarget that traffic for conversions. Yeah. So you're kind of doing a one-two punch. Um, you know, you're building for the traffic, you're getting the awareness, and then once people are aware, you're converting them. Now mind this, this might be over a few different ads that mm -hmm. you're building this traffic and awareness, and then going back later and converting them into leads. Um, but I think it's definitely, especially if you are maybe newer on LinkedIn, people might not know who you are. Yeah. Um, so I think building that traffic first is important and then optimizing that for, for your I love that, that's a super helpful. Uh, yeah, so your next question here, question five, does social media help increase my website traffic? I Yes, 100%, especially if you're utilizing the right social media strategy. Um, we recommend like for every post you have a call to action, um, and if you utilize that call to action very strategically, you can direct a lot of traffic to your website. Exactly. So, um, making sure that at the end of every post, if you want to learn more, go check out this blog, um, or you know, for our hours of operation, yeah. here's the link to that. Um, but making sure there is some type of link in every post, I, I think is super yeah. helpful. And tell people what to do with that link. Exactly. Tell people want to know what to do next. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I think sometimes that can fall off too. They click the link and they see just this very overwhelming website and they're yeah. like, why am I here again? Um, exactly. So yeah, make sure that the link is also relative to what you're talking about in your content. 100%, mm -hmm. which I think is twofold, right? You want to make sure that you actually have content on your website to point right. to. Um, we sometimes fall sh or have seen people fall short when you just post the link to your homepage. Yeah. Um, and there's not really a lot there for anyone to do besides maybe read your mission statement. Yeah. Um, and so we're like maybe the post already. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so make sure that there's valuable content on your website. Yeah. When it gets to that landing page, make sure it matches what oh, yeah. you were talking about that you promised in your in your social post. Yeah. <laughs> So our next question, what is your best social media marketing tip? This is a very generic one. <laughs> so generic, it could go in so many different ways, but I would say my best tip is just to get started. It's true. You won't, you won't know till you start. Yeah, and a lot of people I think look at social media and get immediately overwhelmed. There's so many different yeah. things I can do, so many things I can post, I don't know what platforms to be on, and then next yeah. thing you know, they're just like, I don't know, I don't wanna do it. Yeah, like what's <laughs> wrong, what's right? What if I post something wrong? Well, yes, where everything lives on the internet, it doesn't actually get deleted. Still, that doesn't matter. If, if it's deleted from your page, odds are people aren't gonna go research it other places. Right. So say that you're like, oh my gosh, that post was not the correct thing to post. Okay, just delete it and start again. It's very just forgiving. Start. Well, I use that term lightly, but it yeah. can be very forgiving. Just start because the more that you do it, the more you're gonna get comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. yeah. That's You're just going to post more and get better at it, and you'll start noticing other. Or if you really don't know what to post, go look at what your competitors are doing mm -hmm. and just copy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, copy in your own words. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Our next one, our seventh question is, what's the best social media scheduler? I'm looking for free and for paid services. Yep, so like um, the CRM platforms, we have tried a lot of social media <laughs> management platforms. Yes, we have. <laughs> um, and so I think to mimic that question, it's kind of a tough one. It'll totally depend on the size of your business, um, what your goals are for your business. 
Um, but yeah, so we've tried a few, um, a handful from TweetDeck to Hootsuite to Buffer. Um, yeah. And oh my gosh, so many. More. Even like Sendable is another one we've tried out. Yeah, I think um, we went through like a year of nonstop trying. Yeah, different just new ones. ones. And it, it, it's, you know, again, this comes, like you said, like the CRM, you need a champion that's going to implement it, that's going to get to know it. Mm-hmm. That make sure it has the right features that you exactly. need for your business. And um, it definitely takes some trial and error. In fact, I think we wrote a blog post reviewing each of the ones yeah, we tried because exactly. we tried so many. I mean, but it is so helpful. I can't, yeah. I mean, yes, you can go on and you can schedule your posts on Facebook. But if you have multiple platforms you're posting like to. LinkedIn and Instagram. Exactly. Just get yourself a management software. Exactly. Makes your life easier. Yeah. So we currently use Sprout Social. And I think I speak for both of us when we, when we like it. Um, and it might not give us the best like features or, or it's not the features the pricing strategy. yeah i would say the pricing is a little more expensive yeah. um but they do have a lot of features and they're, they're a facebook partner mm-hmm. yeah so i think all those are make it and plus we need in-depth reporting yeah um most businesses might not. We're an agency, so we do need in-depth reporting. And Sprout yeah. Social is very good for in-depth reporting. Yeah. I think when it comes, if you're looking at you know, getting a social media management software, I'd say do your research. Um, there's a exactly. lot of reviews out there for each platform. There's also a ton of platforms. So right. um, there's lots of options. Um, if you're an agency who needs to manage a lot of accounts, the free buffer account is probably not going to cut it. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So um, just, I'd say make a list of what you need out of it. Yeah. And then try and find a platform that fits that and that budget as well. Exactly. And um, a good place to look at business reviews. Um, so you're getting like good, qualified, these are other business people that have used that. I love G2. Because okay. um, people are all business related and they'll go through and they'll say what they liked and didn't like about different platforms. Yeah. So, all right. So our next question, what is the creepiest social media trend currently? Oh, that's funny. <gasps> I just found this one hilarious because I don't know, is there any, are, maybe all social media trends are creepy. <laughs> I don't know. Bizarre I don't know. So um, when I really thought about it, I guess was how... Just how just open we are on social media. Um, mm-hmm. And lots of people might not have a privacy setting set on. And so they're posting pictures of their kids willy-nilly yeah. in their maybe school uniform, in their like, ad, you know, like, I don't know. We've even had people on ads put their address in a comment. Wow. And I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> so I think... That I don't know if that's really a creepy trend, but I think it's concerning that people get so concerned when they hear about like, oh, these scandals or my data was known from Facebook. But yet then they're like They're also the same people who post their ads. Yeah, (laughs) like, you know, I mean, so I know on my public accounts, I'm very cautious about posting pictures of my children. Like Mm -hmm. just, it's creepy to me that there's be a lot of people Mm -hmm. out there in the world and I don't know who they are. (laughs) But yet, you know, I mean, and I know I said earlier, like, ah, even if you delete something, oh, whatever. But yeah, it does live on. Mm -hmm. And I just go back and I think about like when I was in college, (laughs) I'm so glad social media wasn't around then because there are pictures I would not have wanted probably my potential employer to see, you know? And these days, potential employees, actually I was just having this conversation with another dad at a birthday party yesterday 
on how he had been interviewing some new employees and they were younger. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, he's like, and they were like, well, you don't know this stuff. They, I can just delete it off my social. And he's like, no, it will live on. Mm-hmm. I can still find it on the internet. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I think there's just some naive, naive, how do you say that word? Naive going on. Nativity. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, if anything, I think that's a creepy social media trend <laughs> that we care that maybe our data is being breached, but we're also posting yeah. pictures. So it's like it's we're interesting be- too because <gasps> I, I remember when I was in must have been like middle school or something. Um, I had to take a class on like internet behavior. Yeah. Um, like not to talk to strangers and right. like not to post like your address. Right. Like, <laughs> um, where did that education go? Exactly. <laughs> or I hey, just to, I mean we're really rabbit trailing here, yeah. but another creepy modi- uh, media social media thing. So my son comes home from school and says that their teacher created all these Gmail accounts for them because they need them for school to get on different programs and such. Yeah, we never got a notice home from the school. Wait, so she created them an email account? Yeah, or like all these, bizarre. so they could, so I'm like, okay, it would just be nice for the school to like send us something home. So I kind of find that <laughs> creepy that now my kid huh. has some accounts out there that I don't even know Interesting. Exist. Yeah, so anyways. Very interesting. Woo, enough about that. We would love to know what you think is the yeah, creepiest media trend. So definitely connect with us to let us know that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our next question is, what is the best way um, to, social, to market on social media affordably? Exactly. I, I think they labeled question. it cheap cost. Cheap, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor grammar. <laughs> um, I love this question. Uh, it, like sparks the like maximizer out of me like what, yes. what's the most oh, yeah. you can do for your budget gorilla marketing back <laughs> in the trenches yeah <laughs> um so easily i would say social media is the most cost effective way to market your business yeah um for a lot of reasons that we've probably already talked well yeah you can about. get on any of these platforms for free yeah there's mm-hmm. very low barrier to entry yeah. here um and in posting like i said quality content on there that's free creating the content totally free yeah um you know engaging with your audience free yeah Uh, i mean you know i guess you consider time a cost but yes but it's one i would say that is worth it especially if maybe you're like a younger business or yeah looking to gain uh, some traction yeah there's so many benefits or even Um, if you're not a younger business but you're just looking to be relevant 100 percent. and say you have a small budget i would say put that towards ads um, right. Do a little bit of research because yep. ads can definitely be overwhelming, especially if it's the first time you're in the back end of Facebook. We've right. had so many clients call me like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, that's why we handle it. So, um, But if you have a small budget, you can definitely promote those posts and yeah. get them in front of more people. I'd say like a nice little strategic tidbit here. Um, if if you know exactly who you're trying to go after, create that audience in the yeah. Facebook ad platform. That way when you're putting in your budget, um, which you can totally customize, you can spend $10 to $10,000. Yeah. Um, so that's really nice. Um, but when you put in your budget, that way it's only being pushed to the people that you want to get in front of instead of like a very generic audience that might miss the mark. Exactly. So take a little bit of time, define your audience very like in-depthly, so what are they interested in, what other businesses might they have liked, yep. um, some generic demographics, you can geo-target, so get very honed in and very specific, that'll kind of narrow down your audience yep. and make sure that any money you're spending gets 
in front of the people you wanted to. Exactly. So definitely some, some good ideas there to take advantage of if you're looking to um, get in the social media game but not spend a yeah. ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> so our last question, question number 10, is kind of a mouthful here. So <laughs> why is social media marketing important? I know that social media marketing gets a lot of traffic, but it is just temporary. After the post is overwhelmed by other posts, your traffic flows. I think that is a very <laughs> common opinion, I think, too. Especially uh, yeah. you know, in Handshake, we work directly with a lot of very traditional businesses. And they're like, we just don't get social media. Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. It goes away, blah, blah, blah. Right, yeah. So to answer this, um, there were already a lot of great answers on Quora. So I kind of scanned through those. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, some of these are really great. So, um, to quote Gary V, social media is the current state of the internet. Yes. <laughs> and it is. It's where attention is. So, that is why social media is important. Mm -hmm. That is where people's attention is going these days. Yeah. So, it is the current state of our internet. It's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Um, younger generations, that's all the time what they do is on different social media platforms, whether that be YouTube or Instagram or anything. So that is where the attention is. Now, will your traffic stop after your post is overwhelmed? Well, yeah, that particular post might, but it might not as well. Because if you say hashtag it appropriately, maybe if that be Twitter or Instagram, People mm -hmm. are still going to find that. Yeah. Um, your post may also live on your Facebook page. If someone's checking you out, they might see that post as well. So I don't think that just blanket saying, well, your post gets overwhelmed and then no one ever sees it again. There's yes and no's to that. Yeah. Um, there's correct ways of you know tagging that to find it later. Mm -hmm. um, and I loved, again, this quote as well that someone had put, it's astounding to me how many people think that the simple act of having a Facebook page or Twitter handle is in any way effective. <laughs> That's like thinking you're purchasing a name tag, a networking event is going to bring you leads. <laughs> so this is true. If you it just create true. a page and let it sit there, of course nobody's going to see it. The same mm -hmm. way if you go to an event and you purchase to be there, but you don't talk to anybody. Well, yeah. that's not profitable either. Right. So you need to get in there, post, get engaging. If someone posts a comment back, post a message back to be them. Be interactive. You know, it's, be interactive. It's a social platform. <laughs> social is about being social. Yeah. You know, just don't go out and post a link. Tell why you liked that particular article that you're posting about. You know, social, again, it's about being social. Mm -hmm. Yes, if you just have something sitting there and it's dormant and not doing anything, of course it's not gonna bring you any traction. <laughs> so anyways, um, go out, understand your audience, post what they're gonna like and what's important to them, maybe mm -hmm. not what's important to you, but um, if you're posting something educational, entertaining, um, odds are that is going yeah. to live on and create some traction for yeah. you. So definitely do, um, and I think kind of that's been a thread throughout all these questions is yeah. do your homework, know your audience, keep posting, um, you know, do your due diligence yeah. before just jumping on social media. It is harder to get traction these days. That is why it's more important than ever to post things that are relevant to your audience. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we want to know, how would have you answered these questions if you were on Quora? 
drop us a line on at 21 handshake on social media if you have other questions we would love to answer those as well we can be your own personal Quora <laughs> so anyways did you love this episode of course you did then do the friendly thing and hit follow us on whatever platform you are listening on and then share it with friends thanks